We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It feels like Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the EV Podcast. I'm your host, Sir Carlo Navas, and with me today is not producer co-founder Brian Goins. He's still uh, he's still attending to things for work. He's busy. He did see the game. He's texting me lots of justice, better stuff. And joining me instead is our saucy like insider, Mister Lefty. Lee. Good evening, yo, yo, <laughs> and our statistician and professor of Photoshopper Christian Hernandez. Wait, what, what? What happened there? Yeah, hey, what's up? Statistician photo. Come on, let's go. We're, we're, we're hype. The heat. Oh, no, no. I'm super hype. I was just caught a little off guard there. Did Leif not talk? Leif said yo. He gave his patented yo. Oh. Come on, man. We're here. The so, Heat won their first game of the season. They blow out the Memphis Grizzlies. Justice Winslow is indeed better. 27-7 and 7 line. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, amazing in the opener. Tyler Hero, solid in the opener. Chris Silva, the man of the hour. Gentlemen. It is incredible to have, you know, like I'm watching this game today and I'm watching the heat, you know, kind of struggle through three quarters. The three is not really being taken. The offense looks a little and eh, the, the defense is suspect at times. And this fourth quarter happens and it's spearheaded by the guy that we've been caping for for like five years. It's it's led by Chris Silva, a guy that we didn't even really know about a couple months ago Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero and these are guys that weren't on the team last year except for Justice right that are like 
spearheading this and and they have like they're doing it with new players like for the first time in so long we're not watching the same guys like it's young it's youth it's hustle it's like energy christian you were in that building it was electric during that run i was honestly i was honestly blown away like i and i it's not easy for me to say that just because you know i've, I've been a fan for a long time now but I was not expecting so many things that we saw tonight. <laughs> there were from, so many things. And it's honestly hard to keep track of all of them. Uh, from, yeah, Justice Winslow, as you said, dropping a 27-7-7 line in, in 37 minutes on pretty decent efficiency, especially compared to his struggles in the preseason. Um, you know, and do you know who was the second, who had the second most minutes tonight? Was it, um, was it, was it Kelly? It was Tyler Hero, the rookie. First thirty-four start. minutes in his first NBA game, and he put up fourteen on fourteen shots, which obviously is not ideal. And he really didn't have a great game shooting the ball, but he still How about those eight boards impacted the game. He had eight rebounds and he had two steals. You know, and he was a plus on the court. You, you, you have to be optimistic especially going against the team i mean I, me personally i'm pretty high on the grizzlies in terms of like the the talent that they have in their youth so it was it was really awesome to see all of these guys that the heat got in this offseason without jimmy butler and still flourishing and they out-rebounded a bigger team than them by 11. yeah i mean i, I think something that we didn't talk enough about prior to game one, uh, maybe it's because the preseason went so smooth, was that this is a brand new team with brand new pieces that they're still trying to kind of fit together. I know that there's some core pieces and guys that are back, but it's a lot of a new, uh, it's a new group, right? So maybe we should have expected them to come out a little rusty. The defense was especially atrocious starting out. But then, I mean, when you see that explosion in the, in the fourth quarter, Justice was like uh, an alpha wing uh, and a point guard wrapped in one tonight. Uh, ba- Hunting yeah, matchups. I, I mean, bam, in limited minutes and foul trouble, still had a double-double. Kendrick Nunn gets you 24. You know, Chris Silva comes out of nowhere. There's just so many elements to this that even though there were some um, some blips on the radar throughout the first half particularly, you see Gorn in his role as a, as a six-man scorer. It looks like it's going to be, uh, you know, something that they can play off of. And so without Jimmy, I, I left that game super encouraged. But it's just funny how it fluctuates because when you watch it in the first half, you know, I'm getting tweets that say, you know, this is season's over before it started. Justice is, you know, he's never going <laughs> to take that leap. And by the end of the night, he's, you know, 27-7-7. and I mean, I, I, I have to agree. I mean, Justice was honestly one of the only real calming aspects of the first half. The first half, I was feeling very pessimistic it as well. It was dicey out there, it was, man. I mean, I mean, Tyler was looking pretty rough in the first half. I mean, like you said, Myers Leonard did not have a good game. That didn't really change. Only scoreless player today, Myers Leonard. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you just had elements that didn't really get a chance. Like, Kelly didn't get much of a chance in the first half to really get going. And then you have Chris Silva coming out of nowhere. I mean, Goron was rough in the first half. And even, like, in the beginning of the second half, and all of a sudden it just clicked in. On both ends, by the way. Like, it was like – it wasn't just on defense that he was he was having a tough time staying in front of guys. It was like he wasn't finishing layups. Right. And, I mean, it was it was wild watching it 
all come together. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was also, you know, about three drinks deep. So <laughs> I was having a very good time just really enjoying basketball again. But, I mean, it, I just wasn't expecting it, you know. How, how it can, came out of how, nowhere. How can you set the bar so high when you have guys like Tyler Hero and Kendrick Nunn playing a combined 61 minutes tonight? I mean, and how about how about the guy coming out and saying – that Kendrick Nunn was going to be the starter no matter what, and that Tyler Hero was the guy who was stepping in for Jimmy tonight. I think that that's really interesting that Nunn, he kind of earned that throughout the preseason. And, to, you know, so they're essentially going to run with Nunn, Jimmy, and Justice, and Nunn will play off the ball kind of almost like a two guard, but he'll be able to guard those ones, which I, I like that little switch, um, the aspects of that. So it's just, it's really, it caught us all off guard. I don't think anyone was predicting that as a starting lineup. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, they play off of each other when Jimmy's back. Like I, I'm, I have I have questions about that just because I like the shooting that that uh, Tyler gives. But if Chris Nunn's going to be able to shoot the Chris Nunn, uh, Kendrick Nunn's going to shoot the ball. Like I thought <laughs> I called him Chris Nunn. Um, if if Kendrick Nunn is going to shoot the ball like he did today and like he did toward the end of preseason, then he'll be able to provide that spacing that they're going to need. Chris Silva though. Where the hell? Because, like, today was kind of a I need to be in this rotation game. Like, it was a Chris Silva comes into the game and completely flips this game upside down. This game was, I think we were all a little unsure. And he comes in for that second stint in the fourth quarter and everything changed. He's jumping out of the building blocking people getting everyone filed up getting offensive rebounds looking not even looking to pass the second he got the rebound he was looking straight to the rim and he's like how am i gonna put this in catching lobs goron through a lob like he comes into the game and he completely absolutely changed the game for them i mean i, I think in i don't between know the, i don't I know where they in between him. the third and fourth quarter he had to have gone into the locker room and had a blood transfusion with some of ud's blood <laughs> And then he came out, and he was like literally like a UD out there. It, it almost it was he's so disruptive, um, and aggressive, but still was able to catch the ball in the paint. The, you know, the couple times it was a little clumsy at times, but we kind of expected that. Uh, so I think that that's just to see a big that was active and um, that we're able to use. That's at the, you know that's kind of an afterthought throughout the season. That's just another encouraging moment, Christian. I mean, they're yeah, onto something. I, I, honestly, I after watching him through summer league in the preseason, like you watch him out there and he's he just like it's it's very generic, but he he makes winning plays. Like he's very fundamentally sound. Like he's he had three blocks in eleven minutes tonight. He was perfect from the field and he was perfect from the free throw line. Like he did have five personal fouls in 11 minutes which wow that is very impressive also but i mean he everywhere man he was everywhere very impactful and he every time i watch him he's making impactful plays and if the heat this is the thing i was thinking about just now is that if the heat can have a bunch of these cheap inexpensive young valuable guys Miami becomes a very attractive place to come like brooklyn like brooklyn last year they kind of had all these like young guys that kind of all put it together. D'Angelo, Chris LeVert, Spencer Dimwitty. Um, uh, like y- you have Miami kind of could be in a similar situation. And Leif, I know we've kind of gone back and forth with this in the chat. Miami could enter free agency with 
cap space, young players, and a star. W- when the hell was the last time that happened? There are no obstacles. Except there are obstacles. But there are no obstacles. <laughs> there are none. Yeah. I, Dude, they have... I mean, it's, like, it's kind of lining up. It's such a weird thing because, you know, we, for, for several years, it was stuck in mediocrity and that this was, you know, such a average bunch and that they overpaid these guys and now they're they're getting on the other side of these contracts whether it be Dion JJ they got off Hassan and TJ in different manner different ways so like essentially they're they're now opening up this space and the cool thing about it is is if you have Jimmy and then you have Justice and Bam as kind of like those pillars and then you have all these other guys supplementing them that are on really valuable contracts you put yourself in position to either execute a trade to get another alpha or who knows, maybe K-Dot is the next alpha or maybe Tyler is the next alpha and we just don't know it yet. Maybe it's Justice. I mean, could he do this consistently? 27-7-7, and seven? probably not. But if he can get up to that 17-point-per-game kind of range, I think it really changes things. I didn't know. I didn't think he was going to uh, pop like that this season. Leif, but, like, that's kind of, like, not maybe not to this degree, but I think we all have seen that Justice has this in him like for five years i mean we've been saying we've been we have been very famously banging this justice better drum he got mvp chance today man he got mvp chance do y'all crazy that is do you all remember the bustest tweets all the jokes everyone on him people slandering this man and I, we're I out was, here i was caught off guard by that because a lot of those mvp Fucking awesome. started like from behind me so i was just kind of like looking backwards like like who what <laughs> like i'm not i'm usually prepared for people behind me second guessing him constantly during the game and me having to you bite know my justice tongue, is having you know? a good game when the justice better video all of a sudden out of nowhere from the heat beat account starts getting retweets randomly out of nowhere it's like people find We're it back, again. Back. It's like, okay you know justice is on point tonight <laughs> our anthem man our anthem like dude i mean and, and like i guess you know not even as someone who just like wants to say like oh i'm, I'm right like we were right about winslow like look what he could be when you put him in the right situation at point guard and blah blah like dude this is a guy that i think all of us like really pull for as like a human being like he's such a good dude like we've covered him we've talked to him He's a really nice guy, and we've seen the struggles that he's gone through, the struggles that he's gone through with his shot, the struggles that he's gone through when they thrust him into a more prominent offensive role his second year, the injuries, everything. And, like, he's putting it all together to the point that he's getting MVP chance at home. Like, to me, that's, like, so that's like sports is really cool for stuff like that, like, for him to have that. And for him, like, Leif, this guy was taking leadership down the floor. He's like, no, 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 I want the ball. I want this matchup. Let's he's go. like, you know what I mean? Curia- like the curator of the culture going forward. I mean, like uh, I know Gorn was, you know, a half a season ahead of him, but he's essentially the longest tenured guy that's going to be around for any length of time. So he's kind of becoming that leader. And I know it's only one game. Whoa! Did you just forget about well, UD? I, uh, UD excluded. I mean, obviously he he's like <laughs> yeah, of course, he, of course. Um, is in perpetuity when it comes to the roster. But um, you know, I completely lost my train of thought. My bad. No, you're good. The curator of the culture, Dwayne Wade, leaves the culture in his hands. And it's, I don't know, man, it feels right. It feels man, like. You know what's wild? I'm finally getting a chance to look at some of these advanced numbers. The, the Heat played at 115 possession pace with Justice Winslow on the court tonight. That's, that's a huge jump. That's like a 10 possessions per game jump. 
that I, I don't ter- see that happening though. Like, I mean, it, I'm wondering if that's just because we played the Grizzlies and they're trying to run a lot. Like that, it's, it's very early in the season to be making much. Out Jimmy's of that, gonna want to play slow. It is very high. Jimmy's gonna want to kind of put the ball, the air out of the ball, and pick and roll and stuff like that. Like, and, and I think that what we got tonight is not what we're gonna see in both some good ways and some bad ways. I do think that this really fast pace. I think in the first half, it wasn't really good for them. In the second half, when they kind of put it together, yeah, it was good. But in the first half, I thought it was a little messy, disorganized, even for guys like Goron and Kelly, who are veterans. It just wasn't wasn't working out. So I do think that Jimmy's going to bring a really calming influence on the team. He really likes to run pick and roll. They're really going to work that. They're going to work those angles. They're good. The, the three-point attempts, what did they have, Christian? You said they had seven, around 17 threes uh, this uh, game. They had, they had 18 three-point Yeah, numbers. so obviously – you know, we know how spoke coaches and we know how this heat team has run. That number is going to go up and it will when they do more high pick and roll sets and Jimmy's going to kind of work those angles, play it down a little bit. But I mean, Goran and, and justice lineups were good today. I mean, that is that a thing that we're going to see going forward? Like that was a tandem that, that they went to and they also went th- those two and none. Is that something that we're going to see going forward? And that those could be speedy lineups for some stretches that they could play at that pace that you that you reference, Chris. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's something that league wide was substantially up in preseason, so it's going to be interesting to see. I, I think the game is just going to be played at a much faster pace. You're going to be seeing a lot more games where teams are scoring 130, 140 points, and things like that, just because that just kind of running up court and taking an uncontested three in transition is i guess statistically must be a very valuable yeah, but shot because people are going how much fun it. is it to make firm declarations and completely uh like get excited and overwhelmed and just go nuts over one game sample sizes it's just it's amazing what the one nba game. does and it even you know the way it fluctuates quarter to quarter but um I just think it's, it's dude. We're we're basically talking about a seven minute stretch of the second in, in, the, exactly. in the fourth quarter, and like, it made me think of it because when. But boy, was it was, a stretch! When we right? talk about the three point shooting, I feel like in the first half they probably only took five or four. I don't know at the most six threes, so they were like totally off that game, and then they end with whatever you said, seventeen, eighteen attempts, and I think most of those were yeah. in the fourth quarter. So it really was like a seven minute stretch that is the difference between us coming on here and being. Uh, kind of like doom and gloom versus, you know, celebrating like we got pots and pans to be banging on. Listen, I wasn't ready to do a show with the loss. Like in that first half, I was like, oh man, I don't want to do this. I was like, no, not today, not today. Following a team you love in 2019 can be time consuming. Trying to follow everything happening in sports is almost impossible. Scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible. And that's why I subscribe to Axios Sports, the best free daily newsletter in the land. Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. When you sign up for free at sports.axios.com, you'll get the best stories from the NBA and NFL to cricket and ping pong and everything in between. Axios Sports also highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up and it's free. Sports.axios.com. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the friend sharing an amazing link with your buddies. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. And best of all, there is no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free curated sports content delivered directly to you. Sign up at sports.axios.com. 
Again, try for free, free 99, all caps, at sports.axios.com. Yeah, but honestly, one of the things that I, I think is a huge takeaway from tonight, and I, I so hope is sustainable, was the free throw shooting. I mean, yes. I'm just, I'm just yes. going to list it off right now. Justice Winslow, 6 of 9 from the free throw line. Nice. Nice. Bam Adebayo was 8 of 10 from the free throw line. If Bam is getting close to 10 free throw attempts a game, and he seems to be a pretty high percentage shooter for a big man, that's huge value for the team. Uh, Gordon Dragic, 9 of 10 from the free throw line tonight. In the second half, he really asserted himself because what he wor- honest- Chris, what world is Goran getting calls? I mean, it's 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 wild. Bench, right? that, that, is, that is a huge change <laughs> for us. But at the same time, in the first half, he was really struggling. I mean, his passing was all over the place. He was turning the ball over. His shot seemed off. Uh, I mean, we he had multiple guys in the first half. I think shoot air balls. Kelly um, had a bad one. Yeah, I mean, there, there was a lot of ugly shooting at points, but man, they really came together in the second half. And I, I think just having—I'm sure Udana said something. But, you know, just, just having that kind of, I guess that youth gives you a lot of optimism because there's so many different ways that those young guys can grow. And it's going to be fun to watch just to see how it all goes. And if Jimmy Butler can come back and add to this, I mean, is it too early to get well, excited? And they got, they got nothing like, from DJJ either. Like, he was completely quiet tonight. And we expected him to be one of those guys that would kind of be – the uh, the pogo man uh, energy p- spark plug kind of player and you didn't really hear much from him at all so there's still some upside to be found on the roster so uh, but now where do we go do we head to Milwaukee uh, listen now, I think it is I think it is scene. Milwaukee Bam, Bam on Giannis yeah Bam on Giannis I wonder how big I wonder how big they want to go because like today they did a lot of Kelly at the five. And I'm I'm wondering if how quick they go to Chris Silva over Myers. Like I wonder what kind of hook Myers is gonna have going forward. I feel like Kelly may start Especially, next game. That they may make that transition. I, um, I think that's the move. Kelly and Bam is just yeah. too good a combination. They have such good synergy together. And Myers wasn't shooting well in the preseason, especially since shooting really should be where he adds his value. If he's not hitting his shot, you, I don't think you can have him starting right now. I could see them kind of doing what Spo did with Ryan Anderson. Like you, you, you play like the, the beginning of the first and the beginning of the third, and if like you're not really giving anything, then like they oh won't my god, see the, the NBA fantasy account Justice Winslow stuffs the stat the stat sheet to help the lead the Miami Heat to victory. The Miami fantasy accounts or NBA fantasy accounts. Justice incredible. Winslow, Justice Winslow, forty nine points for you fantasy players. I don't play fantasy basketball anymore, but that seems like a lot. I, I did it. I, I had the chance of drafting Justice, and I drafted a Raptor. Stop it. You, I mean, of course you did. Can we not do the Raptor So listen, show? listen. Oh, I found not. another really positive thing about tonight's game, and I don't think we should overlook it, and that is the fact that right now at what time is it, 11.03, I'm looking at ESPN, and Hassan Whiteside is not in a Miami Heat jersey, y'all. <laughs> That that is something to <laughs> oh, take. God. That is a positive takeaway. Positive, positive, positive aspect. I missed him at some point in the second quarter when there was a parade to the rim, but I don't miss him anymore because we have Chris Silva. And Spo is just saving him. Spo is saving the secret Nova weapon. That is Matt Chris Silva. Silva. 
Man, it's um, I, obviously I'm gonna want a much uh, larger sample before I, you know, make a real judgment on that front. But it it, it does feel Chris. like there is just a different energy. No, I, I mean he has to play I'm, next I'm game. Being, who? Chris Silva. He has to play. Oh, I mean, after that, at least you got to play him at least for a eight minute stretch somewhere. Give him a chance. To prove, like probably in the second quarter, I would give him a chance in the second quarter and give him a chance to earn more time later in the game. But he is—he's—he's he's deserving of it. He's—he just makes plays, man. Like there's just nothing glamorous about it. But you, you know what it looks it. like? It looks like the opposing team has absolutely no idea who he is, and they automatically hate him. <laughs> what do we like, even do they, with they this hate guy? Him. He has like a, a like. He looks like somebody who wants to fight immediately. So it, it's almost like everyone that like all the opposing players like immediately wanted to like scuffle with him, or they just don't like the way he looks at him. And then when he's like doing uh, raise the roof and running up and down and and kind of puffing his chest out, like I have a feeling he's gonna be one of those guys that people think is pesky and uh, and they want to fight constantly. And we need guys like that around the roster. And he and so. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that manifests itself going forward. You know what's what's crazy about about this whole Chris Silva, Kendrick Nunn, Tyler here, like all this stuff is the Heat once again found another guy. Like they keep doing it. Like Hassan, Tyler Johnson, Chris Silva, Kendrick Nunn. Justice Winslow, Josh Richardson in the second round, Tyler Hero, Bam, who, like, when they drafted both of those guys, everyone was like, what the hell are he doing? Like, they they keep doing this. Like, grabbing I, I, up Derek Jones when like, Phoenix is drunk. I forgot him. about him. Yeah, like, like, they keep getting NBA qual- Rodney Magruder. They keep getting NBA rotation players out of thin the air. Manufacturers. They just find them. I like that we need to make a shirt, the asset manufacturer. Like, <laughs> I think that's insane. Like, they just mass produce well, the them. Shit is they, I just named a bunch of been guys. Doing this since way before all that. I mean, we're talking Bruce Bowen, Keith Askins. I mean, there's all kinds of guys. Eric Murdoch, they brought in for a season and maximized him. So this is nothing new. It's only it's only but they've new gone into to their the bag fans, lately. But that's that's the beauty of this, that now they get to see it happen live and in color in their era. And it's like, you know, and I know that, you know, we haven't really touched on the on the Dion stuff and we're going to get into that a little later, but even a guy like Dion and I think we all kind of agree that, you know, he's a he, he's a good NBA player and he probably could have helped. It almost doesn't matter if you're getting production like that from a guy that Kendrick Nunn was undrafted, right? Undrafted, man. Like you, that you're getting production from a guy that was undrafted. You're getting production from a guy, Chris Silva, that nobody in the league knows about, right? Like you're guess you're getting so like the James Johnson minutes or whatever. You know what I mean? Like and those are guys that you just banished, right? The, the organization said no thanks, like the, go away. You know what it is with with Kendrick is like you just watch him and it's like okay if you brought someone who didn't know anything about basketball and you asked them to really focus on the game. They would probably think that Kendrick Nunn is making like $25 million a year <laughs> yep. right now. Because uh, tonight he had a the, – the Miami Heat had a 119 offensive rating when he was on the court and a 74.6 defensive rating when he was on the court. They excelled incredibly on both sides of the court. And 
and honestly, I was just I was just reading. Uh, I was actually just retweeting while while everybody else was talking a tweet from Ethan that he took post game uh, from uh, Eric Spolstra about Kendrick Nunn about how he's not just a tenth man. You know, uh, the quote was, you know, Kendrick. I've never seen him look like he's under stress or under pressure. He's an experienced, older, young player, and he honestly plays like that. It's that's one of the truest things I've ever seen, at least that quickly. Well, I, I, I know like, he approaches the game really seriously because in Charlotte for the preseason game when no one was there, um, but he did get the chance to play a lot. He kept his headphones on the entire time I was in the locker room. I didn't get a chance to ask him any questions, nothing. He was locked in. I, like, I, again, I, 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 I don't want to beat a dead horse, but just the fact that they just keep finding these guys is, is a testament to the organization. And like not not even even divorce from okay they have traded assets these are guys that are contributing to wins now today in the present and this team has playoff aspirations this team has second round appearance aspirations right guys like i think that they have a star they have good young players and they have good veterans i think they're thinking bigger than that man i think they might have multiple stars (laughs) (laughs) this is so much fun (laughs) chris silva tyler hero just I love how the first name you the first name you go to is Chris Silva. I am firmly on this bandwagon. Where your priorities are? I honestly. I fucking love that guy. How do you not watch that guy? It's like Leif said. It's like watching UD. It's like oh my god. It's UD pre foot injury. It's like Alonzo jumping out of the damn building and blocking shots and then getting chippy after. It's like yeah, I did that. You have a fucking problem with that? But he can't shoot like UD. So it's a little bit. It's he can't. Whatever. Who cares? It's the same aura. He'll about get him, there. You know what I mean? Like that. And I think that that's what we all love. We want a guy like that. I called him Ed Davis in preseason. I I insulted him. It's more than Ed. You're more than Ed Davis, Crisola. I said you have a little Ed Davis in you. No, Ed Davis has you in him. I'm just so happy. Like he's he's so fun, and I'm and like I'm beaming about justice and like. For for him to just do that, um, it's incredible. Goron in the new role, I really like, um, and I do think that once Dion comes back, there is going to be some minutes oh, for whoa, him whoa, there, whoa. and he's going to help. Dion, come back. Oh, uh, well, me. <laughs> about that. Okay, well. look, let let's talk a little bit about that because I, I do think that what's happening specifically in this organization with what Dion's doing is interesting. So Dion doesn't want to come off the bench, and he made it very clear in the media, and. Um, and he and he made it clear on social media by making some posts that are kind of politics as usual and kind of taking like shots at Coach Bo, and uh, he was he was disciplined by the team and we we all know what's going on like we're not dumb, and it's kind of interesting and I saw that Chef Truly Austin made a post and I'm I'm kind of like um, paraphrasing it but it's like Goran Dragic was an All Star a couple seasons ago Goran has done a lot in this league. Goran is an amazing was like is still an amazing player and he's coming off the bench and he lost his starting job when he got hurt and Goran's not complaining. Goran's being like a total professional. And and who who the hell is Dion, right? And you have Dwayne Wade last season, the greatest player in franchise history, the guy, one of the 25 greatest basketball players who ever lived, right? It's just coming off the bench willingly, right? In his in his damn city that the county was named after him. The guy that I mean that built <laughs> basketball here. I would actually love to revise history that way. I'm totally down to make this happen. I have to, dude. <laughs> Dade County was actually named after Wade County, just kind of spoofing off of it. I love that. That's how that's how it is to me. It's still Wade County, always, forever and always. Um, the thing with Dion, though, and- is that, like, 
this has been a disconnect since the surgery, no surgery stuff that happened a long while back and the rehab, there was always a different difference of opinion. I think he thought he was coming into heat camp this year in like the most amazing shape and everyone was gonna like their jaws were gonna drop the way that he came in in 2017 when he was taking like side by side photos before and after. And he was in good shape, but he wasn't in that world-class shape that they have a reference point to from back from 2017. So when they weren't on the same page there, and then all of a sudden he's coming into practice and, and he's noticing, oh, oh shit, Nunn's wearing the starter's jersey, and now Hero's wearing the starter's jersey on day two, and he's seeing that these other guys are getting shuffled in in front of him. You know, that's like a tough thing. And when you take shots at the organization and Spo and talking about the big three is the only any any coach that had them would have won. And just some of the other comments that he's made. I don't see him coming back. Um, I see JJ coming back for more than one reason. One, I think that he um, is more willingly going to find a role. And also they need him. Like, I think that that was apparent tonight. They could have used JJ tonight. <laughs> There were multiple times that multiple. I was like, "Man, they could really use James Johnson right now." Yeah, but that was pre that was pre Chris Silva breakouts. <laughs> like, do they really need JJ now? Like, that no, they definitely seven minutes still changed do. it all, I mean, baby. Like, honestly, and and I know that you know Alf has been caping for Myers Leonard. I, I do think that the odd guy out here in the big rotation is Myers Leonard. Like, I, I think that that I think once JJ's back in the rotation and to find minutes for. Myers, JJ, Chris Silva, and Kelly is going to be a little hard, and I think Myers is going to be on the outside looking. Myers is an $11 million expiring contract. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's like, you know, you kind of hope that you can play up his value. Um, And honestly, you kind of hope that he can become a a better player than what he is, and he's shown bright moments like he did in in the playoffs last season. Um, But if if he keeps playing like tonight, I mean, Kelly was a plus... 21 in his 22 yeah. minutes. I mean, Kelly's just sound. He's, you know, you, you never have to worry about him being irrationally off. Even if his shot is in there, he's making good plays, like especially if he's operating out of the elbow, as Gianni loves to remind me endlessly. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> you know, um, he's probably going to end up starting. Those DHOs, man. Those DHOs. Yep. It's true though. The he's, pad he's, to... he's fire out of there. He's really actually good at the pick and roll too. He just they don't really give him much of a chance to ever really try it. Every guy looks better and feels more comfortable when he puts on a suit. There's one problem. Guys keep buying generic off the rack suits. That's why Blue Wire is pumped to partner with Indochino for an amazing deal on a new suit. Indochino is the world's leading made-to-measure menswear company. They make suits and shirts to your exact measurements for an unparalleled fit and comfort. Looking to get married? Actually, our producer, Brian, is getting married. And they have a ton of options for those looking to outfit their wedding party. I will absolutely be there, as I'm the best man. And it's so easy to get started. Visit a stylist at one of Indochino's 40 showrooms in North America and have them take your measurements personally. Or measure yourself at home and shop online at Indochino.com. This week, Miami Heat Beat listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just 369 nice at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping's free. And that's always a plus. So that's Indochino.com, promo code BLUEWIRE, for any premium suit that's just $369 and free shipping. This is an incredible deal for a premium made-to-measure suit. Once you go custom, you don't go back. I'm so high on this team right now, guys. 
I'm like I'm smiling. We're not on camera. For, we're trying. Uh, we're trying a new recording method. So they. Guys I don't can't like see. it honestly. I, yeah. I. You know, it's it's not. I like being able to see people. I miss I like seeing it. Leif. Yeah, I, th- I think we may have to go back to to Zoom because like I like you know trying TriCast. Um, shout out to TriCast. Shout out to BlueWire for getting us the account. Shout out to the network, BlueWire. You're awesome. Um, I, I'm happy, man. Like they they got to win. They got to win in their first game. They they look good. They're exciting, right? This this market, you know, all of South Florida in general. Like just the teams haven't been exciting. The Marlins haven't been. The Dolphins, the Hurricanes. What is it, what even is hockey? You know, like the Heat come out here and they they put together a fourth quarter that's fun and and that they, they, what are they five straight home openers that they've won. Sounds right, but they usually lose the first game on the road. That's how that started out. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, they always start the season with a really underwhelming loss to a team that they probably shouldn't lose to. And not this year. That this is going to happen tonight, but not not this year because tomorrow, next game we, we face the Bucks. Two and August. Two and beating the Bucks, beating Giannis. I mean, I I don't know. I'm fucking ready for that game. If, I'm so hyped. If, if Jimmy's back, oh man, I'm so hyped for that game. And you know what the greatest part about Jimmy coming back is, is that the team's gonna look totally different because the offense is gonna function completely differently with Jimmy in the lineup. I mean, I don't know, Gianni. You you you, you don't said think that a so? Couple times, like if if you if you really watched them in the preseason, Jimmy was doing a ton of facilitating. He was doing way more facilitating than really being assertive at times. It, like There was only one real stretch that I remember in the preseason that he really just decided to just attack the rim for like three or four straight possessions, and it was against the Magic. They couldn't stop him. But, um, you know, he, he, he can be a great distributor at times too, so I don't think he's going to you know crush the ball as much as you think he likes to he likes to run too like that's the thing that i feel like you you, you overlook it sometimes is that he he ran a lot more just last season in philadelphia than the heat did as as an entire team like well above i think 20 like 19 20 percent of his possessions were in transition so he does like to push it so i I really think this team is looking to kind of embrace where the NBA is going, and they have a lot of the personnel to really make it happen. Like, and I kind of think some of that in preseason was Jimmy just kind of doing preseason. You know what I mean? Like, I, I kind of, I, I always interpreted that as he's like, okay, once, once the real basketball season starts, I'm going to start looking for my shot. It's preseason. I'm going to get these young guys involved. I'm going to facilitate. I'm going to help, you know, be leader guy. But once, once it comes time, you know, I'm going to, this is my team, right? Like I, I, it's, I, it's always how I kind of experience that. Yeah, for sure. And I think another thing about when we talk about Butler being inserted into this mix and what it does to the offense, we're so used to what Dwayne did, and Dwayne obviously is th- the greatest that we're ever going to see, but he did it in a different kind of way than Jimmy does, I think, and we're used to kind of the wanting to really slow the down, uh, game down to a crawl. And I think Jimmy's going to be way more receptive to um, to kind of playing in the offense rather than wanting to just um, you know dribble and kind of take over on his own. And and so that, that it's just going to be an interesting part of all this and how he's integrated with these guys. I, I'm I'm really excited for it. Cause, and again, like we have, we're going to see finally what this team's going to really look like because also kelly hasn't really been involved in preseason and kelly is a big part of everything that they do so seeing him kind of kind of get some reps not looking too rusty looks really good 
with Jimmy, with everything. It's and I I think if we're gonna take anything from today, I do think it's it's we should take a look at the defense and look at the concerns there. Like the offense figured itself out, and, and with Jimmy, I think they'll be fine. Uh, the defense was a little concerning, and I think that we kind of assumed that in our predictions that dropped on MiamiHeapy.com. Uh, pretty much all of us just talked about, yeah, they're pretty much a lock for a top 10 defense. And uh, maybe they're not. They don't have as much continuity as we thought, considering all the guys that played today that didn't play last year. Gianni, they had an 88.6 defensive rating. Today. I know, in the first half. Maybe, maybe just pump the brakes. Well, pump and the they brakes. were in foul trouble. Like, <laughs> I think Bam is a real um, key piece to the defensive, um, like just all of it. Like remaining on a string. And he was sitting on fouls. What did he today. play? Twenty four minutes, twenty two minutes, something like that. So, I think when when minutes, he's yeah. not in foul trouble, and then you don't have all these other guys in foul trouble, I feel like there was like five guys in the front court, and we don't even have five guys in the front court that all had four fouls in the you know in the early third quarter. Um, that when we don't, when we're not faced with that kind of thing, and you get guys in the game for longer stretches, like Bam specifically that maybe that'll help some of the defense because there were some missteps early on, but it feels like they shored that up in the second half in ways that um, maybe the eye test couldn't see. Can we talk about how annoying those refs were? Like, we talked about the foul. foul like, it's, it foul. was just like, hey, dude, like, come on. Like, that was probably one of the most annoyingly officiated games I've ever seen in my life. Not even because, like, it went one way or the other. It's like, God, stop slowing the damn game down. Yeah, it I mean, obviously, I was, I was not gonna. I, I'll have some games where I'll go in on the refs because honestly, because I know I sit close enough where they can hear me sometimes, especially when I get real drunk and loud. <laughs> but it's so early. I was just so happy that everything was back. With there were a lot of questionable calls, but I, it was it, the whole staff. There, it was just a lot of touch stuff. The preseason, though, you saw a lot of that, too. A lot of these traveling calls. Yeah. It's kind of mucking things up a little bit. Point of emphasis, you know? as they say. Well, they were calling so many fouls yeah. that, like, Tyler Hero had a beautiful steal at one point, and I don't even think he recovered the basketball because he was, like, anticipating that the foul was going to be called, or maybe he didn't think he could get there. But he had such – it was such a sick steal, but then he didn't he didn't keep it, and I think Crowder hit a three off of it. It was Crowder. Um, yep. That was so, of course yep. – that always happens with blocks. That always happened with like every time they would get a block, it would just go into the hands of a three-point shooter, and they got to keep it. it in bounds, Eric. That was so annoying. I always hated that. I was like, oh my god, this is the worst. Like when they did everything right, and then the other team got a wide open three. It's like, oh my god. Um, so are we feeling like again, one game? Uh, we haven't really done a preview show. Are we really feeling them as a as a top four seed or what? Absolutely. I mean, I think that, like, a six is the lowest that I'll go. I feel like three if everything breaks right. Um, but four is the goal. I don't think that there's any, like, as I was looking around League Pass tonight, I watched a little bit of Indy. Um, and I, I don't know. I think that there's a real path to getting a top four seed. I watched, you know, some of the Boston-Philly game. And I know it's only one game, but, I mean, that's what we do this for is to kind of have fun and, and and overreact to one game sample sizes. But I think that that the four seed is is that's the goal i think the east is going to be pretty good this year like you have orlando that looks to be really good markel fultz came alive today brooklyn obviously good Kyrie dropped 50 uh the raptors still good don't know if they're going to fire sale or not indiana you're going to have all the depot that's going to come back soon I, I was reading 
Whoa, uh, Pistons beat the Pacers without Blake Luke Kennard had yeah, 30. Andre Drummond had 30. <clears throat> Luke Kennard, dude, it's about time they finally just let him shoot, man, because th- that dude can shoot. So they probably don't need Dion. Like, <laughs> Leif's already looking for potential Dion hopes. Tell you, man, the Warriors could. I think the Warriors are hard cap, though. But Dion, Dion makes sense there. Well, they have a trade exception, though. I don't know how that works. Um, I'd have to like I don't know. do I don't, some digging, but the they have a seventeen million dollar trade exception from the Iguodala deal. I think would that would can the Heat hard cap? Can two hard cap teams do that? Probably not. Where's, Where's Albert? Brian? This yeah. is why we need Brian. <laughs> Brian's like a low key capologist now. Like I, I very very quietly, Brian has gotten good at like knowing what the salary cap. Is yeah, and I, it's it, I, I, Brian. He he doesn't really like contribute a lot like during a lot of the shows, but he always has so much like background information that he's either given before or he'll pop in at the right moment. Like it's, I definitely am feeling like he's just missing. Right? I wonder how, how how much information Brian has that he doesn't share per show. Like he probably like has a bunch of notes that he's, he's probably sitting on like eight different things. Just like mm, he just waits I for just it. Didn't find he's the picking moment. his spots like <laughs> Jimmy know? Butler did in the preseason. I don't I don't look at my phone during shows, but Brian sometimes texts me during shows to get to a certain topic, and I think now it's because he has notes on them. But I never see the text because I don't look at my phone during shows. So, I mean, I, yeah, you, we're trying to focus on what we're. Listen, doing. I'm trying to. I may scroll Twitter, trying to trying to see what's going on. I may have a, right now a Chris Silva search to see if there's any uh, anybody talk to Chris. Silva. I bet he's doing that too. <laughs> I'm searching Chris Silva's name. That's a lot of good stuff. A lot of memes. I'm so happy for NBA Twitter memes. He was coached um, by Frank Martin, who has heat ties with Udonis. If we're gonna like do the six degrees of separation, all day, dude. Frank Martin, South South Florida, Miami. Christian, what were you gonna say? I wasn't really gonna say anything, but I was just looking at the the Heat Bucks game. It's at five p.m. on Saturday. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Can you imagine if the Heat win? Oh my God! Then we can have a talk about getting the two seed. <laughs> I mean, forget the four seed. Bam! I, I'm I want to see the Bam Giannis thing. I want to see the Bam Giannis thing for a full game. Now that Bam has a lot more experience under his belt, and and Giannis being Giannis, like that's I I mean I don't expect them to win. It's a tough ask on the road against the potential one seed and the favorite to make the finals in the East. But that's a that's quite the early test. And if they lose, we shouldn't overreact. And I think that. I kind of, I kind of want fans to remember that th- these are a lot of new players on this team. It's not the same. They're not trotting out the same stuff as before. And there's going to be times that, like in the first half, that the offense or the defense doesn't look right. And I think that fans need to have patience with this team. That like, let's not put Spo on the hot seat. Let's not do ridiculous things. Let's not trade justice. Let's not be irrational. Right? Like this team clearly has things about it that are incredibly positive and if things go right they could be as high as a three seed like they they could be a threat to make the easter conference finals if if things are right and if and if tyler and and none are what we think they could be so it's exciting man like when was the last we have not had this in so long like i am so happy and excited oh man i can't wait to dig into this nba night there was a lot of pretty interesting stuff that happened the hornets beat the bulls on the first night uh, what else happened? The Timberwolves beat the Nets, even though Kyrie scored fifty. Yeah, he had fifty and zero turnovers. Um, 
Damian Lillard dunked over like every nugget, like emphatically. It was amazing. Nick Batum got hurt. Oh man! Surprise again. <laughs> Yo, so and last night was insane too. Like that that Laker Clipper game, like Kawhi just totally taking over, like obliterating LeBron. LeBron not looking good. That was really weird. Um, Fred Van Vliet has not missed a shot since the Buck series. Like, NBA's back, man. We're here. Yo, so how many times do you think Bam is going to whisper in, y- in Giannis's ear, come to Miami in 2021? They're boys, dude. They're boys. Over under six times yeah, that he whispers in his ear on Saturday. Over. He's from the Dwayne Wade School of Recruitment. Like, come on. Oh, my God. D-Wade on Turner, man. That's exciting, too. I'm going to sleep so good tonight like a baby. 